<laughs> I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. They're coming to get you, Barbara. I want to hear you scream. Be afraid. Be very Welcome to uh, another episode. Do we want to start off that way? Welcome to another episode of Did yeah. You Hear That? Let's have some comments. Welcome yeah. to another episode. I'm Aaron Field. And I'm Chris Pagnosi. Maybe you're listening to this under your sheets. Yeah, because Maybe you're, you're going through a really deep depression yeah. and you no. just don't want to get out of bed or you're frightened. <laughs> yeah, frightened. That's where I was going with this. You know, like maybe you just like to go under the covers and, and hear ghost stories. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, mom's... Mom just doesn't come out of her room. She's just yeah. under her sheets a lot. Yeah. That's normal stuff. Uh, so I have some updates uh, with my ghost. Your apartment ghost. Yes, my apartment you, ghost. You're, we need to like get a name for your ghost, or we need to like refer to this ghost as like the ghost from the chair. There, Yes. Well, here's there's different theories now that people have chimed in on. Uh, so I'll tell you about what happened recently. Yeah. Um, I was asleep, and my boyfriend was spending the night. Um, whoa. and <laughs> whoa, uh, awesome. Yeah. He brought his own sleeping bag though. Okay, I don't play. Good, yeah. Uh, yeah. and headgear. Be I don't professional, share mine. You too. Yeah, I'm professional. So he, he tends to have like a, this is important. He tends to be uh, a bit of an insomniac. Um, so he's not often like always there when I wake up, but it was weird. It was like, this is important. I promise you. And not just me being like, my boyfriend's got sleep problems. Uh, <laughs> braggadocious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can never fall asleep. <laughs> but I was, um, I was sleeping and it was like 4am and I woke up because I felt him like rubbing my leg, yeah. like my right leg. And it was like my calf and it was rubbing my leg. And I was like, I woke up and I was like, babe, like just because like, you can't sleep doesn't yeah, yeah essentially being like right. can you just like leave me alone yeah can and you leave? uh it grabbed me and like i was like saying like uh like babe like just leave me alone like i'm really trying to sleep and then it like grabbed my leg and i like woke up and realized that nick my boyfriend yeah. was not next to where, me where was nick he How? was watching tv in the living room because he can't sleep so he was not in the room and i literally was just like oh okay uh Okay, I'm just. I came out and I went. Play cool. Yeah, I was like half awake and I was like, "Babe, were you in the room?" And he goes, "No." And I go, "Okay." Because... And then I go back to sleep. And he just was like, "Why did you ask?" Yeah, me yeah, yeah. That? Okay, thank you, Nick. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> were you just in the room? And then he replies, "No." Like, what happened? And I'm like, "Okay, bye bye." <laughs> and I just don't say anything. I'm like, "No, well, no reason." Yeah, no reason. <laughs> just thought I. Yeah, and to be fair too, I do have a habit of like elbowing him in the face when I sleep. Oh, okay, that's so not a habit. So he doesn't like to. It's hard for him to sleep when he gets punched in the face. Me, so. <laughs> Most people feel the yeah. same way. You know what? Tomato, tomato, <laughs> whatever. But face. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened, and then um, last week, like a, you know, uh, I was doing my makeup, and there's a pantry that kind of separates the apartment. So the apartments, there's front end, there's the kitchen, and then you go through this little walkway by sure. the pantry and you get to the living room. Very Chicago. It's very important. Yes, it's a long, old apartment. And my closet shares the same wall as my pantry okay. does. And that's important. But wait, <laughs> Everything's important. But wait, is this like um, start of the day getting ready makeup? This was this was like getting later in the day. Oh. This was later in well. the day. I had like stopped in to go out to go to a show. Going out makeup. And I was doing my makeup and there's a mirror and right behind you can see like the pantry and stuff like that. I was standing there and I was doing my makeup and I heard a little girl singing hymns. 
Oh God. Oh oh yeah. What, oh what, yeah. And but you used the term him because it was not from this era. No. Yes. Like it, and it sounded almost Italian. Oh. Like okay and. I got an Italian lesson later on from my roommate about this, but our lesson in Italian. I would, I would love to know what but, that is. But I was, I like immediately like started sweating and I turned around and cause it sat and I went into the pantry and it sounded like it was coming from the top shelf of the pantry. And trust me that it's not my upstairs neighbors. Like I'm not Watching insane. the Godfather. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, they're just cranking it right <laughs> next to the bed. Cranking the, the oranges yeah. scene. Yeah. But no, it was like, I've never like I'm still like telling myself like oh there's some like explanation for it being in my pantry yeah, for a little Italian girl for in a your... little Italian girl but because my, my roommate had recently put up a picture of her like family in like I think like Ellis Island and they had come over and etched their name and so she had well she had done some etching of them and like framed a picture of them and put them up and there's like little Italian girls in there and like there's a theory the reason why I say that because there's a theory that some people believe it's a little girl ghost I don't think so and the theory is that it's something else masquerading as a little girl yeah like a trickster yes uh, like I think it's a trickster because stuff is starting to I'll put up like my laptop and like start pressing something like to play and then I'll turn around and it'll be shut and then I'm like, well, I know I didn't do that because I'm obviously watching a show and it's shut. Yeah. And then another thing, too, I was like, there's so many things. But yeah. another thing, <laughs> I came home and I was uh, cold and we keep the heat at 69 degrees because I'm very cold and I pay the heat bill. I'm like real uptight about it. Yeah. I notice it. I notice it. And I went to go turn the heat up to 69 and I went to go do something real quick, like grab a piece of paper. And I was like, I'm getting so hot. What's happening? And I go back and it got turned up to 90. And yeah, it got turned up to 90. And I was like, that's not even possible. Like the Is button like couldn't a, even stick like that. Right. Like I, I'm telling you, the button couldn't even stick like that. You would have to stand there and hold it. I have to hold it down just to yeah. go to 69. And Is it's this, never done that before. Is this like an old thermostat? Like uh, No, it's, no, it's pretty it's, new. Yeah. And that's why I was like... That's why I feel like it's a trickster because it's been doing stuff where it's like moving stuff around ever yeah. so slightly. Yeah. And I thought it was just like me being like spacey and like, oh, maybe I'm just stressed out. <laughs> maybe and... I put this up to 90 because yeah. I'm not thinking. Yeah. I was like, maybe I did that. And I was like, there's no way. I even said it to my roommate. I was like, I would know yeah. once I got to 75, to like, stop. what am I doing? Bump it down. I'm yeah. not rich. What am I, rich? You can't see it, but I'm doing a dance where I'm bumping down the thermostat. Yeah, it's, it's really good physical work yeah, you're really doing phys- here. Good physical bits happening yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, so that's... I, but people, they have some theories that people have... Uh, I posted about on Facebook that my apartment is haunted AF. And there's been some theories. And one of those was just like, it's masquerading. And then my roommate's dad came over. In like a full suit and like leather gloves. So so he, he was he was told all these stories. He's like, I'll be right over with my stuff. Well, he was like, he was visiting. They were visiting in town and he, he had just come over and he was like, I've got my ghost bag. I've got my ghost bag. It's fine. He's more into like healing. He's like a hypnotist too. And I think he used to be a clown. He's the coolest okay, guy. So, okay, hold on. But he definitely looks like a hitman. Uh, he dabbles. He, he dabbles. dabbles. He dabbles. He He's the coolest person you'll ever meet. And he like stands in the middle that. of the where all this is happening. He's like closes his eyes and he's like, I definitely feel a presence right here. It's not like it's not mean. It's not he's trying good. to hurt you. Yeah. It's a good presence. 
And then he, my roommate's like, well, go in Aaron's room. And I was like, well, that's, that's, that's gross. It's like, no, I didn't do anything to it. I literally that's threw what... everything. And he, they're like, no, it's fine. So he comes in, he steps on all of my clothes. And it's just like, I'm like still trying to tidy up. Yeah. Well, he's I did wearing gloves, right? Up. He was still wearing yeah. ghost gloves. He's wearing leather he's gloves. Fine. He's he looked fine. like a hitman. He looked like Jason Statham <laughs> in every movie. Like suit, leather gloves. So he goes and he, uh, he's like standing in my closet. And he's like, yeah, it's definitely here. So it's like right in that area, and they're like, "We think it lives in the closet." Oh, and, that's so sad. Uh, yeah, it's a big closet though. Okay. It's like a walk-in. Okay. Like it's, Better. it's fine. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, they're not this... paying rent. They're fine. Oh, now you think there's more than one? Uh, <laughs> no, I just okay. don't. Okay. I'm just. I don't know if it's a little girl or if it's a oh, demon. Right. So you're just referring to maybe? Yes, I'm just referring to it. A lot has happened. There's been a lot of. Folks contacting me wanting to come into the apartment. Did uh, Ghost Dad do any other exploring of the apartment? No, but he did tell me I had a blue aura and that it was my aura that was attracting the spirit and it just wants to play with me. Yeah. And that she might get upset if I don't play with her back because she hasn't contacted my roommate, but she's been in contact with me. And I think that's also because I'm home mostly by myself. Right. But like I came into the apartment by myself. My roommate came in later, and like I feel like that's had more time. Yeah. Are, are you um, are you open to us putting some cameras in your place? Yeah, I'm totally right. down for it. Uh, I went try to go to the occult shop last night to get some sage, but they were closed. I was like, I have a ghost emergency. Yeah. I need to Ooh. smudge my house. I've never I like, know. I was like this yeah. is a really good time to do the who Ghostbusters do you, oh, joke. Yeah. Who are you gonna call? I literally went up and shook the gate of the store and I was like, No, I yeah. have a go And I don't think uh Sage is something you can Amazon Prime now. You can't really. It's still like they're still charging a lot of you can get it at Urban Outfitters. They're like really into smudging. <laughs> like you can though. Wait, you know what I wanna back it up really quick because um you said you have a blue aura. Yes. Uh, what does your roommate have? Because I'm, I'm sure that came up in conversation. She has even better aura than me. Like, she's way cooler and nicer than I am. Yeah. Like, I'm a yeah. curmudgeon. And I think, especially lately, yeah, 69 like... 69 degrees. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> that's high for our house. <laughs> I was keeping it at, like, 67, and I was like, all right, we can be a little warmer. I'm a monster. Yeah, it is the Chicago winter. Yeah, but the thing is, too, is I my room is way, like, easily, like five degrees colder than the rest of the house all the time there's no i leave the door open it does nothing right. like you because they were saying like ghosts like it colder and i honestly think like it's in my room everyone who comes in the house is like yeah it's definitely in your room and we had someone stay recently her brother came and stayed uh and he was sleeping in her room which is on like the other side of the apartment but uh, i left at 9 30 and i went to go work from the coffee shop to let him sleep and I came back around three and he was like, hey, so you've been coming in and out all day, like essentially yeah. being like, hey, I'm sorry if I like is bothering having me here all day. And I was like, I left way early. Hours and he goes, go. are you sure? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, because someone was like cooking in the kitchen. And I was like. Uh, Maybe it is a, like a little old Italian woman. Yeah, like just like just wants to make everyone happy and it's like making meatballs yeah. in there. And he goes, and, but it was the funniest thing because I'm like shocked and like I'm like looking at someone like you just told me I had a ghost to my house. Yeah, I'm gonna look at you. And he's like, yeah, you definitely have a ghost. It's fine anyway. And like change the subject because they her family thinks it's all nice yeah. ghosts. But and there's a lot of families apparently who just. This is something that's common. Yeah, they're fi they're so open and like just like yeah, ghost. It's a it's fine. But we had another friend too who's like afraid to go to my room now because they downloaded some ghost apps. 
Oh, brother. There's been a saga, you guys. Uh, they downloaded some ghost apps, and they're, like, trying to talk to it. So here I am in the shower, and my roommate, you can hear her going, Hello? What's your name? Mm. Hello? What's your name? And the, meanwhile, like, holding up a phone that has pop-up ads coming on the app of, like, <laughs> For Ghost solitaire. Hunter. Yeah. yeah, it's, like, all these apps popping up, like, because everyone who uses a ghost app also has a gambling problem, sure. and so they all have yeah. ads on there. This is a... <laughs> yeah, and so she's just, like... Just walking around trying to ghost hunt. She's trying to talk to that ghost so bad. She's so thirsty for that ghost. And that ghost will not talk to her at all. But we had a friend come over and she was like, do you see that in the closet? And my roommate's like, no. And she's like, there was a little like flashback. And she goes, no, it might have just been. She's like, she's from Kentucky. And she's like, y'all, your house is haunted. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. So that's the saga thus far. I told you it's a lot. Man, I, I can't wait to hear more. Uh, and sooner or later, we're going to get over there, maybe do some recording. Yeah, or, make it worse. Yeah, let's, let's make it worse. Make it worse. Let's, you know what? Let's see if we can, how angry we yeah, can Yeah, let's get bring Tyler scene. over. Yeah, mess with the thermostat. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm afraid. I was going to ask Steve if Tyler would come over, and I was also like, I don't know if I want to do that to well, my ghost. I think that would be, I would think that would be fun. Someone texted me last night. They're like, I better get a picture of your chair in the alley and salt around your bed and like and sage. They're like sage that she's like you have to. She's like, I'm not kidding. You have to do this to your house. She's like, I'm actually scared that it's a, a demon masquerading as a little girl, and I fully believe that. Jen's like, why isn't the ghost talk to me? And I'm like, because she's not trying to mess with you. What a sick demon. Yeah, pretending to be a little girl. But also, it's been a little stressful in the house, so I feel like. It's kind of thriving on that, and we just re-signed the lease, so it's like, we in it for another yeah, year. Yeah, that's, that's the interesting part, that you guys have re-signed the lease. Apparently, this it is, it's, more, it's more interesting than, than terrifying. Yes, it's more interesting. As of right now, I'm like heavily um, trying to be chill about it. Yeah. But my roommate also is like, let's watch Red Lights, and let's watch all these ghost movies, and I'm like... It's not in your room. Right, like that's where right. you're. Do you want to switch when we resign the lease? Yeah. Do you want to switch rooms yeah, and see I how that goes? Rooms. Better aura. I did. Yeah, I got the better room in the mix. <laughs> so I can't <laughs> well, complain. Yeah, but yours came with a ghost. She did say too when we went to go look at it. She goes, "I'm really drawn to this other room," and I was like, "Okay, I guess I'll have this room." <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about our guest, let's Liz about, Kozak. Let's talk about Liz. Liz, uh, who used to work for Oprah. Oprah.com. Oprah.com. Yeah, because <laughs> I I was gonna poke a hole. And then yeah. I was like, actually, it probably is Oprah.com. It probably is. <laughs> it probably is. But she, yeah, she worked for Oprah when she had her show here in Chicago. Yeah. And she talks about how that building is haunted. Uh, yep. And then she also had a haunted apartment because <laughs> you can't do anything in life without having a ghost around you, yeah, apparently. And, and most things in Chicago were haunted. Yeah. Yeah. Really great haunted city. City by the lake. Great. Uh, anyway, let's go to that interview with Liz Kozak. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners. Uh, I'm going to dim the lights. You have to make it spooky. Yeah. Today we have Liz Kozak with us. Uh, first and foremost, a friend. Liz is a is the editor-in-chief of the original content that you would find on the secondcity.com, correct? Correct. Yes. Great. Awesome for friend. Thanks having me. Thank Th you. You're an awesome friend. Thank you. Thank you. Aaron. Aaron is a super duper friend. And an okay acquaintance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're good. We're good. <laughs> yeah, we nod. Um... We understand that you have a story about a um, an apartment that you that you had here in Chicago. Yes. So this would have been about ten or twelve years ago. My friend from college, two actually friends from college, and I moved into a old graystone building in Wicker Park on Concord, Concord in Milwaukee, and it was 
a super cool apartment. We really, really loved it. And within moving in, I'd say within about in the first week, the upstairs neighbors were like, oh, this is great. Welcome. Have you seen the ghost yet? And Welcome we're like, to the neighborhood. wait, what? Which was interesting because my one roommate, who is the last person in the world that would believe stuff like that, like she just is not, she is no nonsense. Like her name's Eileen. Like just, there's just, she is an Eileen. <laughs> she said, she was like, I was walking through the hallway. I was carrying my laundry basket and she's like, something moved past me. And she's like, I stopped. It wasn't a shadow. It wasn't a cloud. It was gray and it had texture she's like all i can say is it had texture Mm. and it was the creepiest thing and that was a lot coming from her right so the building was owned by this couple in their 60s they bought it in the 70s they've had it forever they said that it had originally been built by a doctor and in the basement there was like apparently they'd had like a sauerkraut factory in the basement as one does there was a lot of interesting equipment things still left in the building wow um and we had we had a number of very strange things happen over the two years that we lived there. My my boyfriend at the time, my now husband, uh, when he would sleep over, you'd go to sleep with like your, the sheet and then the blanket over you. And when we'd wake up once, the bed was made in reverse. So it wasn't like it was flipped over, like we'd turned it in our sleep. It was like the top layer, the bottom layer was now the top layer. The bed had been made in a different order on top of us. And from that moment on, whenever he got to go up, uh, get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, he would go with his eyes closed just navigate through the hallways because he was scared of what he was going to see. So um, the second year we had a new roommate move in and it was a lovely young lady that we met on Craigslist. And I was home with her one night and she said, uh, she was talking on her cell phone, saw her talking on her phone. And like a minute later, she came in the kitchen where I was and she said, hey, Liz, did, did you see where I just put my cell phone down? I was like, no, you were just on it a second ago. And she said, oh, I can't find it. That's weird. She went out of the room. She came back. She's like, OK, this is really weird. I was just on it. I can't find it. So we tore apart. It was a three bedroom, two bathroom apartment. We tore the entire place. We pulled up every couch cushion. We looked in the microwave. We looked in the freezer. We looked in the slots of the toaster. We looked in every nook and cranny of the apartment and it was nowhere. And I finally looked at her and I said, Carrie, I'm gonna do something a little bit weird, but you just gotta you just gotta stay with me. Cause we hadn't told her, like, hey, huh. we met you on Craigslist, wanna move into our haunted apartment? Right, right. So I was like, We have a ghost and I have to talk to him right now. And I really I really wish I could have had a a picture of the look on her face. So I um, <laughs> I just started talking out loud and I was like, hey, we had other reasons to believe that it was a man, but we always referred to him as him. I said, I know this is probably really funny watching us, you know, look everywhere and it's, you know, it's really good joke, like haha, pranks on us, but this is a really different time than when you were around and Carrie needs her phone to go out. Like she's a girl, she's single, she's by herself. It's night, it's not safe for her to go out without a phone. So I really, really need you to give it back. I really appreciate it. And can you please like tell us where the phone is? And I, as soon as I stopped saying that, Carrie's eyes like got so wide and she like spun on her heel and went into her room and came back about a minute later with the phone. And I said, where was it? And she's like, something told me where to look. And she went in her room. She opened up her closet. In the back of her closet was like a zip up, those jewelry pouches that have different like sections to it. And then she'd opened up one pouch in the jewelry thing in the back of her closet. Within that zipped up pouch was another small zipped up pouch 
that she unzipped and the phone was inside it. No. And so she was like, this was a thing that my like great aunt gave me. I mean, it was just, she's like, I haven't, I don't even think I've ever opened this since I've lived here. It's just one of those things that moves with you from place to place. So we got the phone back. So that was great. Yeah. I, I'm just sort of wondering, you said something told her. Is it, yeah, she could never articulate. Yeah, you She's just like, that. all of a sudden, I knew this was where I was supposed to look. Wow. And it was definitely not a place where she would have put it. Right, right. Who I would, why would right. anyone put I mean, it was all very, like, non-threatening. Like, that wasn't like, oh, my God, we have to move out. It was fine. Like, he was cool. There was a couple times, like, you'd hear the water running. And he, once he pulled up the stopper in the sink in the bathroom and turned on both the faucets. So by the time... We noticed like the bathroom had flooded. It was mm-hmm. overflowing water. You thought you just said he was cool. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, he was <laughs> like, oh, like a, you. Yeah. We were talking about him once in the living room and all the blinds started swinging. It was like wooden blinds and around a bay window. At any point, did you guys ever research, like maybe find out, try to find out who this person was? We did. And I am super snoopy. And for some reason, <laughs> um, you know, after I think it was after the fire, um, a lot of addresses changed. So it's kind of hard sometimes without right. going to like the historical society to research. You're talking about the Great Chicago Fire. The, the Great Chicago Thank you. Yeah. Did you Google prankster in a sauerkraut factory? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to. Right. Didn't have to. Well, those are some buzzwords if you want to check yeah. those right. out. No, but that, that is absolutely true. They A lot of um, buildings were rebuilt and they had to rezone things. and, and Streets uh, changed. Streets changed. Numbers changed. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think that the address was not the original address. Gotcha. So I would say my, my roommate Jackie and I had a very good relationship with him, Carrie, the Craigslist roommate. But Eileen and him continued to not get along throughout that first year. Mm. And um, actually once worked in a, an office building that was haunted it had an interesting history that we can talk about but something that in my personal experience with haunted places is that and I've heard this from other people who are into this kind of stuff mm-hmm. that spirits can kind of operate on almost like an electrical level so there's a lot of times they'll mess with alarm clocks or garage door openers light switches blenders stuff like that but computers so the sound of a ghost typing on a computer <laughs> on a like in a keyboard is a very distinct like somebody on Ritalin just like type 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 which is a sound I've heard before at my old company but Eileen had a computer in her room and sometimes in the middle of the night we would hear her yell like stop typing because there would be something in her room like typing on the keyboard furiously and rather than be like scared or intimidated, yeah. she would just be really pissed off. How am I supposed to get my novel done? <laughs> yeah. That's right. really interesting. Like though, because they would, they would fight. And, it, and at no point did, uh, did she ever look to see, maybe she did, if there was a message because we had an, we've had another story. We've heard another story about uh, somebody trying to communicate by leaving the computer open and trying to see if there would be a message. And was there? Um, no, he said he had typed it. He got to typing. And then as soon as he's like, like, what do you want? And then the whole right. computer shut down, oh. like a hard shut down. I was hoping for something. Yeah, hoping for hoping. something. Yeah. yeah right. Leaving it open. So no, she, I mean, it was, I'm sure this it was, was always just, off. I think, yeah. I mean, I think oh, that would have been something that right. she would have mentioned. That I, not that I'm siding with the ghost kind of uh against eileen but was eileen like uh right like was she scared or was she just more annoyed 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 yeah 
Was it just typing or what else happened to kind of Uh, like? Oh, no, he would mess with her, too. Actually, in the in the beginning, one of our first experiences was so Jackie and I were often disappointed at how messy she kept her room. Her room was pigsty and it was was right off the hallway. We would always be by it. And one time we were outside her door. She wasn't home and we were discussing how annoying it was that her room was always such a pigsty we all, and she always kept it open that was part of the thing too it was like just like close your door like we always had yeah. to look at her mess and it was really getting under our skin so one day she came home and she was like uh i get like i hear you i message received i'm like what are you talking about and she's like which one of you like shut my door and we both assumed the other one had done it but long story short her door started regularly being closed and not one of us were the ones shutting it. So we were like, he was totally on our side. And we appreciated that. Kind of just sounds like he kind of uh, maybe like was like, ooh, hot gas, like going to play into that a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Like he was, he wanted to be, yeah, in on it with us. And you also said too that there was other incidences that like led you to believe that he like was a he. What do you mean by that? Like you Um, knew that it was a guy. Okay, well, I, (laughs) it's very specific. So we moved into the apartment. The previous tenants were a couple who had a young son who I believe was a like he was basically like a toddler when he, when they moved out. So they they moved in, they had this baby, the baby had a room and the upstairs neighbors were the ones that told us that this couple had a had a son. I believe his name was Aiden. And I have young kids like when you start learning the difference between boys and girls, it's very matter of fact. And this kid was starting to learn about the differences between boys and girls. And for him, he was like, oh, so boys have a penis. True in most cases. And he would just be like, yeah, so like uh, like my dad has a penis. Um, my grandpa has a penis. The ghost has a penis. No. And just very matter of factly listed the ghost as the men that he that were in his life. I like to think that the ghost was over his shoulder being like, say I have a penis. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. Was very right. macho. Yeah. So I mean, there was, there was no indication that the child had seen said ghost penis. He just was like, right. okay, if boy, if yeah, you like, know, the logic, if yes. boys ghost. have penises, here are the boys that I know. Oh, and wow. one of them was the man in my room. I believe oh. it was the man, the man that visits me in my room. Oh God! Yeah, and you can't. And as a parent, you're like, wait a minute, the guy who visits you in your room, right? You mean dad? Yeah. No. Oh wow. Ghost dad. Ghost dad, not ghost oh, dad. That's also, like, was that a Bill Cosby movie? That was a Bill Cosby yeah. movie. Also, I would like to just like point out that these neighbors are in everybody's business they're just yeah. like well, they're, they're hey. well informed they're they were well, well informed, informed. Yeah. How, they had lived there for a long time before you moved Not in there that obviously. Long. she was like a pastry chef they were interesting they were sisters oh so and we all shared a laundry room so right. um, the, the laundry room was I in the basement. Yeah. yeah, They were twins and they were always in the basement. <laughs> no, they wore matching outfits <laughs> and they were dead. But, <laughs> but the, go- the, ghost the ghost had been seen on several levels then. So yes. you said your, your roommate had, so, was doing laundry. I imagine if she was she was in the basement when this ghost Right. My roommate her. and I, at the time, we both smoked. We were outside having a cigarette and she, had, she saw someone in the basement and she was like, she thought it was one of the neighbors. She had to give them back something. There was some reason she's like, oh, they're downstairs right now. I have to go tell so and so what and what and whatever and then she went down there and there was there was no one there but she was like no i saw somebody walk by the window i saw it plus without these neighbors you may it may have taken a while to identify the ghost they they were the ones like so have you seen the ghost 
Right. They were like everybody was. Yeah, was really cool with it. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. Had um, they seen the ghost? The sisters. The you know what? That's a good question. Yeah. I never really had their stories, but by that point we started accumulating so many of our own. Right. You didn't need anyone else's. Um, yeah, kind of like because ours were a little bit better. Yeah. Was there any point in time you felt scared by the ghost? Like, because you you seem to have like a pretty like chill demeanor about it, and then your roommate was just like super annoyed. Was there any time you actually felt like terrified. scared or terrified? I did not. Like, okay. I've never felt threatened. Um, and I, I mean, I would be home alone and stuff. It, it didn't feel creepy, which is like, I mean, I think there's something to just a place having. Like an energy. Like when my husband and I were looking for a house, we went into a home once and we knew that the grandmother had recently passed away in the house. But like we walked in there and we were like, we have to get out of here. Like there's just some places that have a bad, creepy energy. And like, you know, conversely, like the house I live in now is 100 years old. I I mean, there's been. Oh, sure. Somebody's died in there. For sure. Someone's died in there. Like the first night we slept there, we were like, we're good. This place is good. Okay. Like there is not creepy. So it was the same <laughs> with that apartment. It was like, okay, somebody's here, but they're fine. Like it's good. And I actually have a, a medical condition that I have to give myself an injection for a couple times a week, which is, I mean, like not the most pleasant thing, but it, whatever. And I always felt speaking to the fact that this home had been built by a doctor originally, um, when I would be in my room alone doing it, I always felt like watched in a way that felt very like protected. Hmm. Like I always had this like calming sense of like I didn't feel alone. Yeah. But I felt like and that was never something that was maybe as like I mean, I can't say concrete because it was ghost setting, but as distinct <laughs> as some of the other experiences right. where like, like something physical happened. But this was just like a feeling. Well, let's. Let's, um, you, you'd mentioned you had a haunted office building. Can we transition into maybe yes. hearing a little bit about that? Uh... Sure. So I, for uh, 11 years, I worked at Oprah Winfrey's building in the West Loop. Mm-hmm. Harpo. Heard, heard of it. Harpo Studios. Yes. At Oprah backwards is Harpo. And there you have it. Yes. It all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so that building was, and I do not know the year it was built, but it had originally been an armory. Okay. Um, and prior to her purchasing it and being a studio, it had been a roller rink. It had been like a bunch of crazy things for a million years. But most notably, its checkered past was, I want to say it was 1916, but I really need to check my facts on. I know it was shortly before the Titanic. Hmm. There was a company who had their, their company outing. So it was all the employees and their, fa- their wives, their children. It was a family outing on this boat on the Chicago River called the Eastland. And it sank and like everybody died. And there were so many bodies that they would pull from the river. They needed a makeshift morgue to house them. And this armory building on the on the west side served as the temporary morgue. So there are old pictures of people just lined up outside the building waiting to get in to identify the the bodies inside. And that just hangs in the bathroom there. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. We'll, we'll find those pictures and we'll, we'll post them on our Facebook page. Yeah, it's, um, pretty, it's pretty Yeah, the crazy. Eastland disaster is a very famous uh, Chicago disaster, unfortunately. After, oh, yeah. Do we, do we have the year there after on that? 1915. 1915. There you go. Very close. close. Yeah. After, I mean, 
if you ever have the opportunity to take some of the haunted tours here in Chicago, they're, if for nothing else, very uh, informative about our, our history here. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, there was several buildings that had to temporarily hold the bodies, mm-hmm. which is just, that's that's the kind of disaster it was. That's how many... Yeah, I mean, it was it was hundreds of people, right. I believe. Right, yeah. Um, um, so, so, so yeah, so I mean, so speaking to the time that I spent there, I mean, the building had been completely converted, obviously, in the decades that had ensued. But it was pretty distinct that there were multiple occasions where you would find yourself working late hours at night during the week or be there on a weekend pretty frequently. And there were so many times when you would be working alone and you'd be in your cubicle. It didn't have to necessarily be late. It could be a Saturday at 10. But if you were the only one there, you would hear and or I should say I would hear in the, you know, either the cubicle across from me or next to me couldn't see over the dividers but I would hear someone in the next cubicle just furiously typing on a keyboard I mean it is such a that clickety like all the time and then I would get up and look and it would stop Mm. and then I'd sit down and it would start again I mean it would be a million times where you'd get up and look I never saw anything but you just kept working I just kept waiting. Ghosts have deadlines Gotta too. Gotta make that guys. OT. Yeah, no, right? no, no, yeah. they do not. They have deadlines. Dead Get it, Daddy? Yeah, I'll see myself out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that was like not a very dramatic experience. Mm. I know a lot of people there. There was a bathroom stall that people felt was haunted. Yeah. Um, but the interesting thing is, is so when Oprah sold the sold the building. Uh, last year it was just this summer torn down so I mean they dismantled the whole oh, wow, thing that's unfortunate. brick by brick didn't they just they raised it because they are uh, building McDonald's is building their new headquarters. their headquarters well you know what McDonald's you didn't knock everything down I'm curious oh, I'm really curious to see yeah. right? you will have furious typing <laughs> I'm so curious to see in this new structure is it the is it the space is it the land or was it yeah I mean I took a couple of the bricks and they're in my garage and like so far. Ooh, well, Man, you got a haunted garage yeah. now. Why yeah, would you, you do, do that? You have a haunted items in your garage. Okay. Well, that's something too, like if you if you do believe in energy and where it is, even though you dismantled that place, like the like ground is sacred. Like mm-hmm. things happen. Yeah, you poltergeist. Can't, yeah, poltergeist. You can't just get rid of that. So now McDonald's just going to have a super haunted headquarters mm-hmm. yeah. like right next to the Eastland. Like, well, that's what they get. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, what they get. That's, that's what you get. It's all, yeah, it's all just a big they plot can, to get rid of McDonald's yeah, from they 19 can afford some ghosts. 15. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow, so many. You know, really quick, that that terrible disaster. Uh, one of the things that that sticks with me the most about that story was that, and maybe more people would have survived, but the captain of that ship wasn't allowing the the welders to come in and tear apart the ship to get people out. He was actually pushing these welders off of the ship to try to salvage his ship. His ship. Yeah. Which is, I mean, had they been able to crack open that vessel? Yes. That really? Yes. Really? I had no idea that that was like the reason why. No, it's part of the reason why probably more people die than they yeah. should have. Wait, well, so were there just like welders? I'm gonna get no, no. They yeah, were part right? of the rescue. Were there just welders? Were there just, just like like, like oh, this was Chicago. This was the right, iron. I mean, I mean, people. I mean, 
I'm just part of the rescue. At that time, I imagine, you know, Jaws today we have Jaws of Life. Yeah. Correct. At the time, they only had axes and, you know, blowtorches. Everyone just looked like a blacksmith just walking down the street with, well, like, yeah. mask on. It was Chicago. Sure, I could make you a boat. <laughs> <laughs> it may not yeah. stay. But I love how ego, like, ultimately, the captain's ego is the thing yes. of, like, yes. no, my beautiful boat. Probably wasn't even really his. Oh, no, yeah. Because who can afford it? Exactly. Boat, right? They always say that. Everyone best, was a blacksmith. The, no one yeah. could the two best a boat. days of your life are the day you buy a boat and the day you sell your <laughs> and boat. And the day it crashes in the Chicago and River. Is that what's we'll on put, the side we'll of it? We'll put <laughs> links to some of these stories in, in the description on our Facebook. Uh, but uh, I'm sorry, did you have? No, I was just oh. going to say it was interesting to, to, to discuss that, like the ground versus yeah. the building versus, you know, the experience of certain spirits kind of following you as a person through your life too because i think that a lot of people who kind of have had experiences from different family members Mm -hmm. yeah i i definitely you know in my in my later life after those things happening you know i've had other experiences where so when my my husband and i started to wanted to have a family and we were told that that was going to be very difficult to happen and we went through a lot of medical intervention and it was nothing was working and it was a very sad trying time for us and uh, my husband's aunt passed away and she was a very kind woman a very gregarious larger than life always just like always wore a like a really big hat like it was like every day was the derby always just like reeked of perfume she passed away and I had just gone through um, a round of IVF and I could not attend her her service because I was kind of like on bed rest and it was just like a really stressful time and that night I got up in the middle of the night and went into the living room of our condo that we lived in at the time in Bucktown and I very distinctly walked through a cloud of her perfume Mm. I mean she had a really distinct perfume we didn't have any in the house I mean it was just like I walked through and I just smelled her and I walked over to the kitchen counter and the little, I don't, what are they called? You know, when you get the little card with the person's picture at a funeral, especially oh. in Catholic ceremonies. Not a bookmark. Service, no. no. <laughs> should be. But it, it looks like be. one. They yeah, do yeah. a it lot of times right. look like bookmarks. Like, like the baseball card. Yeah, the right. little, it's that's not, better. Yeah. yeah, sure, that's better. Yeah. yeah. Put like the stats was, on it, there it of their life. On, it was on the counter there and it was just very like clear that she had been a part of this experience and we did find out shortly thereafter that I was pregnant and that was our first daughter so um, I was really did feel like she kind of played a hand in making that happen I like the I like to think she's tipping her really large hat really (laughs) like really big hat and winking at you right at the same time That's uh, that's very nice. That's actually yeah. a really lovely story. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, she was she was looking out for us, and yeah. it was cool too because it wasn't like my closest, you know, a cl- super close relative. It was yeah. just like people who can be kind in life can find ways to extend that kindness. Yeah, later uh, on. Yeah, and if you know, like, um, what perfume was it? I don't know. Like, just smell. But if you were to perfume. smell it, you would know immediately Scent that memory. that was her. I did. At the time. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And I think there is something to. And I wonder, too, if there's something with each person. So it's actually not the first time in my life that I have been contacted via scent by a spirit. So I wonder. And I've never put this. I've never put this together before until just saying that now that maybe that's for me. 
the thing that right. works for me. But um, earlier to that experience, I bought a new, some hair stuff. It was a volumizer, very lovely, a Fido volume actif something so i was trying out this new hair stuff and i sprayed it and i all of a sudden was like transported to i uh i had a grandmother who was my favorite grandmother 50 50 chance of that but she passed away when i was four Uh, so i have very few memories of her i was really young and then this happened when i was probably about 30 is i i sprayed this stuff and i was immediately it reminded me of the smell in her bathroom in her home in skokie that I hadn't, you know, been in since 1982. I didn't know I remembered what her bathroom smelled like, but I did. I smelled it and I was like, oh my God, it's Bubby's bathroom. Mm -hmm. It was this like, fake rose smell or something and a few months later when I actually I was working at Harpo and a woman came in who is and I think she's a really exceptional psychic medium her name's Rebecca Rosen she's based in Denver she's a very interesting woman you guys talk to her. Rebecca Rosen. Part of me Rebecca thought you were Rosen. just going to say Oprah. No. no. <laughs> we were going to find out Oprah was so psychic she, on the podcast. So she, yeah, right. So she came in to uh, to for some meetings and she, she did a reading and we had a screening room where, you know, we'd watch the movies before people came on to right. talk about them. So she was in the screening room doing this thing and, uh, and I kind of snuck in. I wasn't really invited to it, but I was like, I gotta get in on this. And I, I was in the back and she gave this presentation and I was wound up being the first person that she came to in that reading and she said, who is Elizabeth? Which is me, my name. And she said, uh, your, your grandmother, like your maternal grandmother is here and she's she's going like this and as if you were spritzing right she was making a spritzing gesture and said she said the smell what is the smell she's she's doing she's doing this and she's saying the smell the smell and i immediately knew i was like i just had used the stuff so it was that she had given me that message and then had confirmed it through this other person so i guess for me i must have some sort of strong like sense memory thing that maybe that's how people communicate communicate with me or maybe you're trying to send out like a really harsh message from the grave just like spritz just everything smells needs to smell like roses everything needs to smell i mean i did smell really bad that day (laughs) oh yeah well like she's going she was also like warning this. you of that. Right. She was coming back <laughs> to, to remind me to wear deodorant. To, uh, you know, hygiene is yeah. very important, especially in a uh, professional workplace. Right. So I learned a lot that day. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well. And then there were other messages of reassuring and I had just been through a tough experience and I was given, you know, sort of, sort of generic blanket, like nice grandma advice. Mm-hmm. But I felt like that it had been really cemented with that mm. initial kind of my name and reference to something that had just recently happened. Well, that's the thing. Where is the psychic from? Denver. 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 Oh. We're going to Denver. And what was her name? Rebecca Rosen. Rebecca Rosen. She's very interesting. I'm going to look her up. She's really great. I'm going to get her on that LinkedIn. Yeah. You know, it was yeah, weird. Because so, mediums no, have LinkedIn's. I, no, you I know they do. They're literally linked into the I'm sorry. Like, I don't know how to use LinkedIn. It's not like when you're like in Wrigleyville and you see the like tarot card reading right, signs right. outside of how, like she's, she's she was on Oprah. Um, well, she was. Uh, I don't know. She was not on Oprah. Well, what was she doing there? She was. She had. She Just was hanging out. Yeah, she was having some meetings. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I, my brother and I. Yeah, my brother and I once flew out to Denver to go to a small group reading at her office, and so we, you know, we flew from Chicago. We 
show up on this random day in this random office in Cherry Creek, which is a very nice, nice neighborhood in, in okay. Denver. Take your word for we it. go into this meeting and I look around the room and I knew like four of the people that were there. I think it was a group of eight. My brother and I were two. We knew four of the other people who had also flown in from Chicago. It was like the family of a girl I worked with. So it was weird wow. that we were in this other city, a small group of people, and it was like we were all connected yeah. prior to that moment. It was weird. We'd all been brought there. I'm pretty sure that's how House on Haunted Hill starts too. Yes, it is, Chris. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for these stories. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to look up Rebecca Rosen. Maybe we'll try to get in touch with her. We're going to put some links to some of the, the uh, Eastland stuff in there. And uh, mm. is there anything else you wanted to you wanted to tell um, us? Or? I would just say, I just think we should all put a pin in that whole McDonald's thing and we should check in with them in about two years. Great. Two years, checking with McDonald's. Yeah. Set a Google invite a Google calendar alert. reminder. Check into McDonald's on the way yeah. out of here. When when McDonald's buys Google in two years. <laughs> That's, we can check you never in know. With them. Everyone's got their headquarters in Chicago now, and they're all haunted. And Oprah psychic. <laughs> and Oprah's psychic. Well, thanks so much, Liz. Yes, thanks, thank you. guys. Fun. <laughs> Okay, that's another episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you're hearing this for the first time, uh, go to the iTunes store. You can find us there or over at uh, SoundCloud. Don't forget to share, tell your friends, subscribe, and good luck sleeping. Did You Hear That is a Sea Monsters production. If you want to follow us socially, you can find those at our website. That's seamonsters.tv. It's seamonsters.tv. There's an S in there. There's two S's. Ha, ha, ha.